Welcome to our community of abundance-minded entrepreneurs. Join us as we meet people who believe that there is enough prosperity for everyone in the world, that collaboration is better than competition, and people who have chosen to master their own destinies as entrepreneurs. When I say community, I mean it. Our guests are here because they want to meet you. So be sure to take advantage of their invitation to connect at the end of the interview. Now let's meet another abundance-minded entrepreneur. Welcome to the Guy Who Knows a Guy podcast. I'm your host, Michael Whitehouse, the guy who knows a guy himself. And we have today a returning guest, Nicole Magic. Nicole shared her amazing superhero origin story back in episode number 69 that you can find if you scroll all the way back in the archives. And it is quite a story that we're not going to go into detail on here. So if you want to hear it, go back to episode 69. Uh, but the, the upshot of it is, is after being exposed to Mercury, she developed superpowers. Uh, that helped her to help people break the limiting beliefs and change the way they interact with the universe. Basically, that pretty much describe him, Nicole. Pretty much, I guess. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, 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 what do you do now? It's about a year since you've been on the show. So, so, what do you do now? What's your focus, and how are you changing the world? Uh, my main focus is always empowering other people to step into their truth, passion, and purpose. And I do that through erasing limiting beliefs, helping right. people to overcome obstacles and turn them into opportunities. So for those not familiar with the term, I mean, limiting beliefs kind of is self-describing. It's a belief that limits you. But what exactly is a limiting belief, the, the technical definition of that? Ah, well, Technically, a limiting belief is is a belief that causes your life to be less than completely satisfying. That's the best way to put it, I think. Okay. Right? And I really think that limiting beliefs are the superfood for your fears. Hmm. It's a good description. I like that. <laughs> um, and, and so they're also the kind of like the beliefs that make you stop yourself. Even when nothing external is stopping you, you stop yourself internally, which if you're not familiar with that, you're like, some people be like, wait, what do you mean people just stop themselves? But I'm sure you see it. I see it all the time. People who the opportunity is right in front of them and they just don't do it. And many times they don't know why they don't do it. Mm -hmm. They want to. There's a part of them that wants to. But there's some force field of power that's holding them back. Right. And if you look at things in your life that you feel that there's never enough of, right, whether it's time, money, love, space, or resources, and you have those patterns of feeling stuck, that is because of limiting beliefs. Those are the self-sabotaging imposter syndrome. I'm not worthy. I'm not lovable. I'm completely helpless or people can't be trusted <laughs> types of beliefs. Mm. And uh, yeah, I imagine people listening may have heard one of those and be like, hey, why are you talking <laughs> about me like that by name here on the show? <laughs> right. Uh, so so if somebody of... finds that they're having those kinds of things, they're you know, holding themselves back in, in whatever way, whether they recognize it or not, what can be done about that? Well, uh, there are many things that can be done about it. Really, if you want to pluck it from the root and get rid of it entirely so that it is life-changing and permanent, uh, you definitely want to go through a process in which does that specifically. And it depends on where someone is. Like with when I work with my clients, I really hone in on what are the beliefs in the order in which, what is their hierarchy, basically. 
which ones are making the most impact negatively, and then uh, what are the beliefs that are coming up that we can change and turn into something that is supportive instead of that. Erase it, replace it, and then redesign your life. And so, so you mentioned the, the hierarchy. So do these beliefs interlock and like one lead to another one and you think you're working on one, but then another one starts getting in there? Oh, absolutely. It's so funny how it works because if, um, oh gosh, it's kind of like they dovetail together. Many of them do. They feed off of each other. And I like to create this scenario where it's kind of like you've got this mob boss that's sitting there and this one that is the biggest one that started started it all um, just has this I'm in charge kind of attitude over no matter what you do, it's always going to come back to this at some point. But then that, that little boss has a couple of close cronies, right? The, mm. the people that are really you know, pulling the strings and helping that person, that, that belief be that, that badass belief and um, hijacking your life. And then you've got all the other supportive beliefs, but they're kind of minor in the game, right? Maybe they're paying in, they're, they're paying in to, to support. Mm -hmm. And what ends up happening is if you, I like to go in and pluck that big one out or that big one and a couple of those cronies out because it disrupts a ton of different patterns because you have all these different beliefs that support a pattern. So multiple beliefs will support a particular pattern. And if you pluck out the right ones, it dismantles the pattern, the behavior. Okay. Now, as you, you mentioned, uh, you know, disrupt is, is that part of, the, the resistance to changing the beliefs? Because obviously if you, if you held on to a belief for 10, 20, 30, 50 years about not being good enough or always being broke or uh, never having enough time or whatever it is, uh, I imagine there's some resistance to giving up something, even something bad that you've had for a very long time. Yes. Yeah, sometimes people are comfortably uncomfortable and they like to stay in that zone because they know it. Right. And when we're looking at those beliefs, what tends to happen is it, if, if you're ready and you're willing to go through the process, it can be quickly and rapidly changed from the subconscious. Some of the things that tend to happen is we have muscle memory too, right? So we do something for so long and so subconsciously, it's your, that whole feeling of, when you're driving to and from work, you do it day in and day out, and then you go on autopilot and say, oh, my gosh, I'm already how many miles down the road, 20 miles away, and I don't remember driving any of that time. It's kind of the same thing that your your body goes into that autopilot mode. So in order to, to switch it, you've got to get into that subconscious place, which is why people have so much resistance and can't seem to get there when they're trying to be conscious about it and make conscious changes. Does that make sense? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And and, and so they're just so used to doing it. That's just everything's built around it. And that's, that's how they do it. Uh, and so 
so you know, assuming you identify that, that you have some kind of beliefs, because I know for a lot of people, they're like, that's not a living belief. It's just a fact. I've always been broke. That's a fact. That's not a belief. That's the reality. I checked my bank account. I know I'm broke. I don't need some some magical coach telling me that I got a limiting belief. I know I'm limited. I don't have any money. Um, but I, I imagine someone like that is probably just not ready to receive coaching because they haven't accepted that they have a limit. Um, but but if if you recognize you have a limit or you have a limiting belief, you know it's holding you back. What do you do? What do you do? Well, if you recognize that you have a limiting belief, many people do because it hurts over and over and over again. And at some point, right, we're sick and tired of hitting our heads against the wall saying, here I am again, here I am again, here I am again. And what do you do? You take a step. And sometimes you don't know what that step is, but reaching out and finding what can you do is is that first step. Um, and I have different resources. There are some freebies in my member vault uh, magical marketplace that you can utilize to kind of bring you through the first steps of having that awareness because it is the first step is awareness. So if you have that awareness, then you can start to identify this is part of my three-step air process. Awareness is first, then you identify your behaviors, your triggers, your patterns, whatever those things are that are creating havoc in your life. And then start to reprogram or reframe those things into what you want them to become. Obviously, there are some things along the way that you really need to get into in that subconscious. And sometimes it's unrecognizable Many times people come to me and they say, well, I, I want to work on this. And then I start asking some questions or do an assessment with them to really get into those areas. And that's not really what they're looking to do. It's something completely different. And yet through that process of that dovetailing, they think it's this other thing because that's where they're aware of the pain the most uh-huh. because it might be something new that I'm trying to do this and I'm I'm hitting my head against the wall because you know I don't have any money in the bank. I want to build my business, but I don't have any money in the bank. The problem is I need to create money. I need money, 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 and that's great. But why don't you have the money? What is the belief that's holding you back from creating that abundance and prosperity in order for you to successfully build your business? What is it about you deep inside? And sometimes people just find out that, you know, I have imposter syndrome. Who am I to charge? I don't value myself enough to to charge what I would have to charge to make this work Mm. and what my value and worth is. And it can be a ton of different things, but once we strip through some of those layers and I'm going to use this word expose, right? Because, oh my goodness, expose, that's, that can be a trigger word in itself because, oh my God, I'm, I'm exposed, I'm mm-hmm. vulnerable. But when we do that, when we open up and we can see and shine the light on what is actually there and causing this chaos and slough it off just like that, it is amazing what happens next and the miraculous things that seem to just unfold one after another after another. 
I love it because I love the I love the love notes after. <laughs> yeah, yeah that, that's great. Uh, well, and I'm reminded of a, a you know, business coach I know who says people come and everyone says I need more leads, I need more leads, I need more leads. And he's like, all right, cool. What's your closing percentage? Oh, about 4%. So I need more leads. He's like, no, you got plenty of leads. Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're bringing them in the front door and out the back door. Um, but you know, that, that seems to be the pain point. Oh, I, I must need more leads because, um, you know, obviously I couldn't sell more of them. Only I'm selling all the ones who, who think they should be in the program. Um, and the same thing with the limiting beliefs is I need more money. Well, do you need more money or do you need to fix what's making you not have money? You know, it's, yeah, I'm, I'm reminded of when I, when I first realized I had sciatica. I'm like, my leg hurts. Yeah, it's because it's only around your back. But my leg hurts. Why does my leg hurt? Because of a back thing. That doesn't make any sense. My leg's over here and my back's over here. But right. I could I could stretch my leg all day long and it wouldn't help. Yeah, it wouldn't help with the the, the quote unquote leg pain because it's a matter of going to the source of it, which is, you know, which is a huge thing. Absolutely. And that's, those are perfect examples of how people tend to think because certain things will hit a little bit harder. It's, it's the same thing with if you have neck and shoulder pain, and Mm -hmm. as soon as you start to get a massage or work some of that stuff out, all of a sudden it's not up there, it's down below. The pain is in the lower back. Well, the pain started in the lower back, but you just didn't realize it because you were so used to it. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and so, so we were talking before we started recording about the um, kind of interlinked um, limiting beliefs and not only, but kind of the uh, programming, the, you know, I'm going to, I expect to get this, so I'm going to do this, or especially get that in relationships where you have these cascading beliefs. You know, I do this. And so you respond that way. And so I'm going to respond this way. So I'm just going to skip to the end and hate myself right now before going through all the rigmarole, making you yell at me. Um, and you know, to talk a little bit about how those how those get all tangled up and and how to detangle them. Ooh, yeah, those are fun. Uh, I particularly love dealing with uh, codependent triggers, as I call them. Mm-hmm. And these are to try to simplify it is if I do something because of a belief that causes me to trigger you to do something and react a certain way. And then it's your reaction that is really the response, the response that I'm looking for in order to make me feel bad, which goes and feeds back into my self-sabotaging mm-hmm. piece, right? And makes me feel bad. Maybe, maybe I do something that I know is going to upset you subconsciously even. You get upset. You react a certain way. You yell at me. And then now I'm saying, oh, you know, I'm not loved. You don't love me. I, you know, I, I, I can't do anything right. Whatever, whatever it is, there's so many things that I'm not worthy of being treated with respect. I'm not safe. I'm not secure. Whatever it is that would trigger me to then feel bad. That's what I'm looking for. And that's why I'm doing it too. You're kind of like the means to the ends to make me feel bad. And then we could take it another step further. And now I can also blame it on you because I can be the victim and you can be the villain. Mm. And, and, and so do we do this because it's, it's what subconsciously we expect. And so it's putting us in our comfort zone. Yeah. It's replaying a loop. 
that ha that's happened in the past over and over and over again. And it's just a different person. It could be a different situation, but it's there are certain triggers that people have in order to come back and make themselves feel rotten. Okay. And, you know, you're just used. <laughs> and, and, and of course, someone's doing it. They're not consciously saying, you know, I deserve to feel bad. So I'm going to trigger you to yell at me to work my script right. to make me feel bad so I can be the victim. You can be the villain. Like no, no one's consciously having this thought, right? Right. This is mainly subconscious behaviors because our beliefs are so ingrained subconsciously. We're always looking to validate truths, right? What things that we believe, we want to validate them as true. So we constantly will play out different scenarios that cause us to say, see, I knew it. I'm not loved. I'm not safe. I'm not worthy. See, I knew it. Hmm. Well, because there's an amount of control if you can predict, predict things. Oh, if I do this, you're going to yell at me. See, look, I, I can control that. Right. <laughs> and so it gives you a predictable world. So, uh, so how would someone know if they're, if they're, locked into that cycle ah if they if you're locked into that cycle you're you will feel different things of it it really deduces down to this patterns of feeling stuck feeling that there's never enough and by that it's never enough time love whatever the case money if you're finding these spaces if there's somewhere in your life right? Let's go back to what a limiting belief is. And if a limiting belief is a belief that causes your life to be less than completely satisfying, you have patterns of beliefs that are keeping you in that space of being stuck. Mm. So if you can't say my life, I feel in my life that I am fulfilled, I am completely satisfied with it. If there's something that says, well, it could be better by having, doing, or being this, then there's something there. Okay. Uh, and, and so with the, with the codependent limiting beliefs, where it's like two people whose limiting beliefs are triggering off each other, it, I imagine that that's, that's going to be harder to deal with because there's two people involved. Sometimes yes. And sometimes no. I mean, uh, it's, I'll tell you how it would be more difficult is if you are trying to control someone else in their behavior, mm, okay. you're not yep. going, to, you're not going to be able to do that. However, where it becomes easy is if you are recognizing and aware of what your responsibility is in that situation, then you can change the situation to be something else. For example, if, if I'm, if my reaction is, triggering you to go into your own self-sabotage, mm -hmm. I can change my reaction so that it doesn't trigger you. Right. Mm. And if I change my reaction, so it doesn't trigger you, what happens next? The trigger doesn't happen. The result doesn't happen. And maybe your behavior changes at least with me. Because it may not change your belief, but it will change your behavior with me because you're not getting that re-trigger back. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, it right. makes a lot of sense. You, you, you interrupt the cycle yes. by changing your part of it instead of trying to change the whole system. 
you simply pull a piece out of the machine there. That's, that's some really powerful stuff. Um, so, so obviously we, you know, we're, we're limited in how much time we go to. I imagine you'd probably go on this for another, you know, three or four hours, um, but we've only got 25 minutes. So um, <laughs> if people want to get in touch with you, learn more, um, you know, follow you, get more information, where would they go about doing that? They could go about doing that either at uh, magicllc.com or my marketplace at nicolemagic.com. And that's M-A-J-I-K. That is M-A-J-I-K, correct. All right. Uh, and, and before I let you go, I do want to touch uh, briefly on it. I believe you, you uh, took a trip for a recording session recently. I did. Yes. Could not bring that up on my show since I made the introduction <laughs> for it. Got to open that conversation. So tell me a bit about your, your journey to Utah. Oh, my goodness. I had so much fun. It was... Um, it was absolutely amazing because the people there were just, they're my kind of people. They, um, the beliefs are high and positive and always looking into this growth place. And, um, I got to, I got to share some time and energy and talking with, uh, Jeff Hayes himself mm -hmm. and Ben Greenfield and, we just had a great lunch. Um, Jeff Hayes, personal chef, prepared lunch. It was fantastic. Wow. And even the staff, um, I connected at very interesting levels with all the people that were on the set, off the set, that kind of stuff. And it was an amazing experience of just, you know, going out there and really being in an empowered space and recognizing how far I had come from when I first started doing this work on myself when I was 12 years old. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. And, and so, so this is Jeff Hayes films is the, the company, right? Yes. Um, yeah. And of course the reason that I'm, I'm bringing this up is that I connected with them and they asked me to connect them with some, some people who would do well in one of their, their, uh, what they call it, a documentary series. That's the term for it. They use. Yeah, a documentary series, and I did a segment for their Hacking Happiness documentary that they're putting together. And I, I want to say that this is an amazing testimonial, I guess, right, to networking in mm -hmm. certain ways. Networking in the space of um, non-scarcity, elevating each other. Because mm -hmm. you and I have been doing this little like converge, <laughs> diverge, converge, diverge. It's like, you know, a, a coil of DNA uh -huh. and, you know, hey, check this out or hey, be involved in this. Hey, have you have you heard about this? And just from doing those little things has turned our relationship and how we in like help each other and elevate each other mm -hmm. in all these different ways where it's just, it's, it's become this really cool life dance journey of elevation. And I just love it. I just can't wait to see where else it goes because you introducing me to, to them. And then I, they asked for some people from me. I gave them some people too, and they're connecting with some other people and it's, you and I are connecting with people mm -hmm. all over the place. Yeah, well, and, and that, that's what I say, you know, with networking is one plus one equals 11. 
um, yeah. about finding those, <laughs> those opportunities and, and, you know, having the, the abundant mindset and not thinking, you know, I, I could be like, well, I'm going to get her on it, but I, I need to make sure I get, I get a piece of something. Um, and of course you, you'd made an introduction for me last year that led to an event that led to me getting to know all kinds of other people and all kinds of other opportunities. Um, so yeah, the, the reciprocity is already built in there, but, but with plenty of other people I introduce, they maybe haven't done anything for me, but I provide the value first and then I'll figure it out later. Right. And for the longest time that, that led to me being the most popular Uber driver in town um, because you do eventually need to have a business around it, but not everything has to immediately monetize and immediately get, get that, uh, that payback. Yeah. And, and it also, there's, there's a, a piece on it of sometimes it's not necessarily directly from that person, but mm-hmm. they might even just in passing say, Hey, you should check out this podcast. And then that podcast turns into, Hey, I'm connecting with this other person or with you. And it, it turns into this roundabout thing. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it can be so complex yet so simple at the same time. And that's really what life is like. Yes. Yeah. Well, and, and getting back to what you're talking about limiting beliefs, I think one of the, the crucial things, because if you network, but you have limiting beliefs around money and resources and time and opportunity, you will create tremendous opportunities for everyone around you. And not do anything for yourself. But, uh, and, and some reason, my, I, I've, I, as I've thought more about myself, my networking in the beginning, I think, came from a place of, of uh, imposter syndrome or something along those lines that I'm thinking, if somebody meets with me, they have, they're wasting their time. I had nothing to offer. I don't know anything. But you know what I do have is some introductions. So I'm going to make some introductions, just kind of put my thumb on the scale to be like, this is valuable, right? I introduced you to three people. I mean, I'm just this guy. But I introduced you to these three really cool people. So now you can never say I wasted your time. Uh, and and you know, kind of from there, it developed to like, wait a minute, the introductions, you know, that's not the bonus. That's not the frosting. That's the cake. Yeah. <laughs> that's the business. Think about it as back in the day, nobody could actually use the tel- telephone without that operator. Uh-huh. <laughs> and that's you connecting. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> but but it's interesting to realize it came from a place of insecurity and then it became the value. Yeah. Isn't that amazing and how beautiful yeah. that is and how it unfolds and the awareness that you have had along the way? Love it. It is. It's pretty cool. Yeah, it's interesting to to look back and be like, "Wow, that that, that happened fast." <laughs> <laughs> from, yep. Moving from there to here, that was uh, yeah. It's been two years since the pandemic started, and um, that's a long time and a short time. So it's a hell of a now. Thing. Imagine um, where you can be in two more years. Ooh. Holy mackerel! Wow, that that does. There's some <laughs> exciting stuff coming. So, well, thank you for being back on here. Um, and as we talked before, I'll have to bring you on, you know, 100 episodes from now, because I think it's been about 100 episodes since your last last Glad interview. You. So uh, we'll, we'll see if I can line these up, make the math work. Uh, but it's been great to have you on again. And of course, you're going to be on, um, you were on the summit that I just had, and hopefully we'll be on some of the upcoming summits. So um, stick around me and you'll get a lot more Nicole magic. So Nicole, thanks for being on the show. Thanks for having me, Michael. Awesome job, awesome show, and so much more cool things to come. This has been the Guy Who Knows a Guy podcast with your host, Michael Whitehouse. This great theme song is by Patrick Howard. 
If you found this valuable, please subscribe, leave a review, and share this podcast. Find the full archive of all episodes at guywhoknowsaguy.com slash podcast. Check out my other podcast, Morning Motivation. It's a daily podcast of two to five minutes with a powerful hit of motivation and inspiration to get your day started. Morningmotivation.fun or search for Morning Motivation wherever you listen to podcasts. Join the community online in the Morning Motivation Facebook group at facebook.com slash groups slash Morning Motivation Podcast. JV Connect is coming up quick, December 12th and 13th. If you are looking for a networking event where you can meet people who aren't looking to just pitch you or take, but actually want to collaborate, build strategic partnerships, joint ventures, maybe even find some mentors, some coaches, people to support you, accountability partners, who knows? If you're looking for good people in an environment that's not stressful, but is set up to give you a lot of great connections in an efficient amount of time, check out JV Connect, jv-connect.com. That's jv-connect.com, December 12th and 13th, 2023. We'll see you there.